Hi, I'm Maya. I'm an executive coach and researcher. Welcome to The Golden Hour, the podcast focused on elevating your career whilst also nourishing your well-being and relationships. From career transition, job crafting, and getting promoted, to physical, mental, and digital well-being, I've coached hundreds of leaders and researched these topics. There's no one-size-fits-all here, which is often why there seems to be such a big gap between what we know and what we do. But by using evidence-based approaches to help you think deeply about your priorities and habits, we can close that gap on the things that matter the most. Hello, this is Maya. Welcome to The Golden Hour. So September is now underway. There is an energy about September. It's that back to school feeling. And to accompany that, we want to feel like we are making the most of that refreshed energy that we're super organized. And by being organized, we create more time for ourselves. And so the next episode or two are going to be focused on that. As part of my reset, I found myself going down an absolute rabbit hole on home organization. This is something that recircles back to me at various stages during the year. I have do have a sort of a, if you can call it a passion, I do have a bit of a passion for decluttering. Um, saying that with a slightly quizzical look on my face, but you know, it matters to me that we are on top of our stuff and that we are therefore able to make the most use of our stuff. Um, so I discovered Lisa Woodruff and she is an American podcaster, business owner, probably about a decade, um, older than me, takes quite a traditional view of sort of women's roles um, in the home. So this is not a podcast that I'm necessarily going to go around recommending to people. Um, but she has some amazing messages that I want to translate or bring to the fore for you all and for my clients. I have learned so much from her in the last month, and it was a wonderful accompaniment to my reset where I definitely wanted to reset the house as well as, uh, you know, everything else. And she, what I like about Lisa is that she'll talk about the research as well. So she will quote time use surveys and other data. One very important stat that I took away is that the average American spends 28 hours a week on home responsibilities. This does not include childcare. This is just between a couple, the amount of work that goes into the day-to-day -day running of a home, laundry, cooking, cleaning, everything, 28 hours. The bit that obviously might make my blood boil somewhat is that I think it was 18 of those hours women take and 10 hours um, or uh, men take. So that that bit's uh, <laughs> that's a topic for another uh, podcast. But if we think about that amount of time, uh, we definitely want to be intentional about how we are using our home domestic activity time because that is the equivalent of an additional part-time job. 
And it definitely requires some thought, some intentionality, if we want to perhaps free up some of that time, if we want to you know, even be economical and think, actually, I should really be using some of that time working because my my rate will be better, much multiples of, you know, the amount of time it would take to outsource that. So we need to be really intentional about and aware of the amount of time it takes to run a house. So I found that a very useful um, insight. And I like the fact that she actually quantified this thing that most of us um, do have to contend with one way or another. So that was my first Lisa fact. And I'm actually in this episode going to share some other learnings from her, some of the most important learnings that I wanted to convey. Some of these will have a deep dive because they're that important. But just to start with, I'm going to go through some of my learnings from Lisa. So the first thing that I learned from Lisa, and this is quite a big picture, high level thing, is that we have certain phases in our life when we are naturally disposed to getting organized and organizing our homes and organizing our lives. So Lisa talks about, you know, key events such as when we first move out of home, when we move house, when we get married when we might get divorced. Um, and she talks about these milestones as key moments when there is a real window to get ourselves organized. And the reason I mention is this is that I don't know if this is similar for you, but I feel that there's a lot of moving house in the air right now. So I, I know a lot of people that are moving homes. I don't know if this is pandemic inspired, but this presents one of the most wonderful opportunities, and it, it would be a shame to miss it, to reset your house and get yourself organized. And the reason I mention this is that what Lisa says is that you will naturally, in those big milestone moments, you will do some organizing, but the energy is so good at those times to do more that you really want to capture that energy. And so she talks about this in terms of, you know, key milestones. She also talks about it as stages of life. And in particular, the stage of life that I know I and a lot of my clients and you guys will be in is this accumulation phase, you're raising families, you're building homes, you're building careers. And this she refers to as the accumulation phase. After this phase, there's something more of a survival phase where you're no longer in this kind of necessary accumulation. You know, if you've got babies, you've got to buy prams. And there's a lot that even if we're not naturally accumulative people that we will accumulate during these years. And I think just knowing that you're in that phase can be really assuring when you do see that there is a lot of stuff around and you just acknowledge that that is a natural you know, condition um, of your current phase. So she talks about these golden phases and stages in our lives and these golden windows for organizing. And these are sort of, these are very big picture. The second thing I learned from Lisa was that Apart from those big ones, there are also certain energies in the year which lend themselves to organizing. Now, I am having to translate this a little bit for more of a UK audience because she's often referring to America and the American holidays and the American summer cycles and things like that. 
they go back to school um, depending on state at different times of the year. So some of them are already back to school in August. But she definitely talks about August and September as a key window, a key golden window. She actually labels it like that for organizing. There is a natural desire to reset, get oneself organized. There's a season change. There's a back to school feeling. And so it's a real, if you've had any of that feeling like, gosh, I just really want to get myself organized, get myself some new stationery because, you know, there's an, that we all have that sort of long memory of that back to school feeling, whether we are currently sending kids to school or not, that is ingrained in, in, in most of us. And the other key window where there's a lot of energy is that uh, post-Christmas, New Year phase. That's another massive energy around decluttering and getting organized. And she also talks about there being a bit of an Easter window, because I guess that's a a sort of a natural point uh, in the year where seasons again change and there's holiday But the reason I'm sharing this is that we're clearly in one of those windows now. And that is why I I think I was so drawn in August, apart from having a bit of a personal interest and passion in it. I think I was so felt this urge to really get, get everything in order. And we're in that now. And I want to, for those of you who've also picked up on that feeling, to harness it. And let's utilize that to get ourselves in order. And I will get into specifics later on in this episode and in the next episode. So that's the next thing that I learned from Lisa. The other one, for those of you who have kids, has really stuck with me, which is the phases of kids. So Lisa talks about the age of zero to six as being a certain stage of life where you, you're kind of doing well to basically survive. You know, you, you can't place too many demands on yourself when it comes to being organized because the needs of the children under six can keep changing very frequently, especially under three or the younger years. She says their needs are changing every three months. So you'd need to be resetting things every three months, which is why it can feel like it's so relentless. And I think that's really interesting as well. She's almost giving those of us with small kids uh, permission to say, look, you know, you're doing well if you organized a draw here, you're doing well if you made it to the end of the summer. But more importantly, for those of us who have kids who are approaching more of that age six mark, she talks about that being a key distinction. So once your youngest is over the age of six, their toys don't need to be everywhere in the house. They can be in a more of a defined place. They are more aware of, you know, their space and they're more able to, you know, manage their space. So that age from six till 12 is when she describes it as the golden age of the kids where they're very much still under your control. So you are sort of setting the rules, but they are able to also look after themselves in a different way. And so you are not in that kind of hands-on parenting role that you are. I just really liked hearing about these stages because there's so many times when I've sort of, you know, wanted to get the lowdown, like when is it going to be easier? When is it going to be harder with kids? And the organization piece is a huge part of that. And in fact, one of the reasons why I don't feel I've been able to be as on top of my own organization is because I have to sort the kids stuff out as well. So 
it's just nice to think about what phase you're in and therefore, you know, what you can realistically expect, you know, and if you really do want to stay on your top of your organization and you do have kids under the age of six, then, you know, recognizing that their needs are changing, you know, multiple times a year and therefore don't be surprised when you do a big reset and then, you know, six months later, it's no longer (laughs) the way that you left it. So I thought that was a really interesting learning as well from Lisa. The other one I want to touch on now, because it leads into next week's episode, is the Sunday basket. And this is relevant for my clients. And it's also relevant for my kids. And it's also relevant for my husband. So Lisa talks a lot about paper. And her, she's again, you know, likes to do a bit of research. And she says that the idea of paperless is a myth and that actually we're all groaning and under the strain of too much paper. And if you look around at any given time in your house, unless you're implementing her solutions, you will find all manner of paper uh, in the house, ranging from admin, bills, financial staff, kid paper, kid artwork, certificates, the full whack. There is a full array of paperwork that is not necessarily under control in our homes unless we've been very intentional about it. And this is where Lisa talks about the Sunday basket as a weekly way of managing that. But I'm going to do a whole episode about that. And this was just to whet your appetite because I know that for different listeners here, when you think about the home, you're going to have different roles within the home. But one thing that we can all probably agree on is that if we have work and if we have kids, um, we will have paper to manage and that we do want to get on top of that paper. Now, I'm just going to double check that there wasn't anything else from Lisa that I wanted to share I mean, for me, the best thing about her podcast is that I sometimes listen to them in the car and my daughter has actually started to get really interested because Lisa Woodruff was a primary school teacher before. She has also put some episodes together specifically for kids, teaching them how to tidy their rooms and things like that. And you wouldn't believe it, but, you know, in the depths of August, when things could have felt a little bit chaotic with the two kids at home for, you know, days on end. Uh, Actually, the kids, once I'd done some reset and made it easier for them to put things back into their home, the kids really got on board with it all. And we had some really good hours where we just did an organization hour. And once they knew what they needed to do and it wasn't confusing to them, they were able to really contribute. And you know, we've all had phases this year during homeschooling, they had to really, you know, chip in and with, with all kinds of housework, but it was nice to see them also getting involved and learning some of the practices and some of the habits as well. So to bring this back to the concept of the golden hour, which is, you know, every day to be setting aside time for the things that will allow us to, really do what we're meant to do on this earth um, from a work and personal perspective. I am now going to devote some of my golden hours each week to organization. The fun part is that I'm actually going to do some of that with the kids because I can't get them to do it on their own. They're going to need me to be doing it alongside them, even if we're not doing the same activity 
activity for us all to have some music on and be getting on with it. And I think what I hadn't fully done till now was really integrate organization as a weekly part of the schedule. Uh, Without that, all that hard work that you might do in a reset slowly unravels. Um, And more importantly, I also want it to become something that the kids kind of are used to doing and feel really comfortable and competent doing and know how to do it. And if I can get them involved in these Sunday baskets, which I'm going to talk about next week, which they've already shown great enthusiasm for, perhaps because it's a basket and it's got their name on it, um, if they can, you know, be involved with that from from early on, maybe they won't, you know, accumulate lots of paper clutter, and maybe they will um, find it really easy to stay organised and therefore free up hours and hours of time, which is the holy grail of the golden hour. So, I look forward to doing a deep dive on the Sunday basket next week. And thank you for listening. Happy September, and we'll connect with you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour podcast. If you found it valuable, please forward it to others who you think might benefit from listening and be sure to subscribe to get the new episodes when they release. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a rating or review as it really helps the show to grow. You can find me at Maya Goodka on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to what we cover in the episodes in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Oh,